All right, guys. So welcome to the Harkin Movement podcast, aka HMP. I'm Kiva, and today we're going to be talking about the spiritual concept of space. Now, the concept of space. What does it mean to you? Is it the distance between two or more things, whether that be metaphorical or physical? Is it a vacuum? Is it the empty thing that you fill with other things, or is it even the infinite? Um, mass that houses the universe you know the space above whichever explanation resonates with you is in fact correct but have we ever looked at space from a spiritual or consciousness perspective in order to effectively explain this concept or space in this context i must explain what is meant by consciousness So the official definitions by Google are the state of being aware and responsive to one's surroundings. And another one is a person's awareness or perception of something. Both are indeed correct too. I can also phrase it differently. Um, Consciousness is a state in which one is aware of one's self or even it is the internal I, like the letter I, or I, E-Y-E, that observes itself. Consciousness cannot be destroyed nor created. It's always there. And I know that sounds like the first law of thermodynamics, which states that energy cannot be uh, created nor destroyed, but only transformed. So yes, consciousness can be synonymous with energy. Now let's talk about the its relationship with you. There is indeed an internal force that is constantly observing, an internal eye that is constantly observing, whether we're, we're aware of it or not, but how does it do it? Alright, so we're going to do a mini exercise. First thing I want you guys to do is try sitting still for a few moments. Like close your eyes and relax completely by releasing the tensions within your body. Then when you're fully relaxed, turn your attention to your breath by observing the pattern of your breathing. So quite literally, you're paying attention to your chest moving up and down. Then turn your attention to the left side of your chest and try to locate your heartbeat. So I want you to pay attention to the pounding, the rhythm in your chest. Next, uh, try to keep your attention on both these things simultaneously. Maybe even try to picture how they might look. What would your beating heart look like? Like, what would your lungs look like? Now, to put it into perspective, you were breathing, your heart was obviously beating, and you are also the one observing these things. But what part of you was actually doing the observation? Like, does it have a face? Does it have a name if your answer is the mind then you are correct but it's it's more than that um it's more than just your mind so let's try another exercise another mini exercise this time as you sit relaxed try to observe your thoughts so like truly sit and watch even label every thought as it pops into your head now when you think about it If it's your mind that's doing the thinking, the feeling, the picturing of these thoughts, then what or who is there for observing them? If your answer is a deeper part of the mind, again, you're not wrong. And essentially, I mean, in the most basic sense, uh, consciousness is a deeper part of our mind. 
So now that we've identified what consciousness is, let's look at what or how it relates to space. But first, let us define space in this context. So the mini exercises that we just did, observing your thoughts, heartbeat, etc. Well, that was only possible through conscious, deliberate separation of your body from your mind. To put it more simply, you intentionally created space between your actual body and your mind. This metaphorical distance, space, allowed room to process and observe what was happening in and happening to your body. So is space the metaphorical distance that allows us to observe and process our emotions, thoughts, etc.? Yes. Um, let's talk more about this. I want you to take that observation exercise a step further and try to observe yourself in a very emotional situation. So, for example, it could be a time when you were rejected. It can, it can also be a very happy situation. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to observe how the rejection felt or how it feels. Does it feel like actual pain? So is it like a numb pain? Is it a sharp pain? Is it this tension um, within your chest or where do you feel it? Now let's go a step further and observe the person that is feeling the pain, feeling the rejection or the person that felt the pain or felt the rejection. Of course, it's it's you. But what version of you? Who were you when it happened? Was it the version of you that was abandoned as a child? The version of you that felt rejected by your parents? By a lover? By society? Was it a version of you that was trying to fit in somewhere? Um, feel free to give that version of yourself a name. So when, when you've done this, take a moment to reflect and see if you can identify that metaphorical distance that we talked about. Um, you should soon realize that you have indeed created this space between that aforementioned version of yourself and the deeper part of your mind that is here and now, which is your consciousness. Suffice to say that distance is space. That's, that's all it really is. Furthermore, you have just created space between two different versions of yourself. So it's quite a magnificent thing or place rather for reflection and analysis. You have an opportunity to see yourself from a different perspective. A perspective that offers understanding and ultimately compassion. And when you can view yourself with those things in mind, I think that's when healing truly begins. If you believe and practice this, you'll find that you can go deeper within your consciousness, therefore creating more space and seeing things from a truly higher perspective each time. The gist of it is that the deeper you go, the higher you evolve. Each level revealing something new, each level bringing deeper healing, each level bringing more self-growth and awareness. Important to note, the higher up you go, you will find that nothing can truly hurt you. And sure, um, your physical body can be hurt, wounded, and you have also emotional hurt. Yes, 
but none of these things truly affects your consciousness so remember what consciousness is right nothing can truly ever hurt that It's also good to remember that consciousness, um, that's also synonymous with energy, like we mentioned previously, cannot be created nor destroyed, only transformed. And transformation is what takes place when we dive deeper and deeper into ourselves. So in conclusion, so many good things can come from this space. It gives us room to see the hurt and broken parts of ourselves and um, to understand those said hurt and broken parts of ourselves thus creating a haven for healing really and also the the joyful happy parts of ourselves too Um, because it is in this space that we realize that we're truly infinite that nothing can ultimately hurt us that we do not have to be that abandoned child all the time and that our emotional experiences ultimately do not define us this space uh, cultivates a unique way of interacting with the world by interacting with ourselves or deep true selves so we can use this as a tool to aid us in becoming the best version possible So feel free to go forth and keep creating spaces between you and yourself, between yourself and things. You'll be surprised at how much it changes your life for the better. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've made it this far, um, really appreciate you and stay tuned for more content. Have a good one, guys.